What's up, y'all? This is the one and only shot to Thunder Willie Mac. It's your boy Hot Fire. This is Fred Ottman, Tugboat Typhoon. This is Royce, I-S-A-A-C, Dollar Sign. Hello, everyone. This is the interview queen, Alicia T. This is the Callahan Death Machine in the draw and the face of Impact Wrestling, Sammy Callahan. This is the AirPod God, MLW star, Richard Holiday. And you're listening to. And you're listening to. And you're listening to Broken But Glorious. Broken But Glorious. Broken But Glorious. Hey, yeah. Hello, everyone. It's Stephen Jackson, a.k.a. DJ215, here again for BBG Wrestling with another exclusive interview. This time I'm joined by independent ace, Danny Limelight. So how are you doing, Danny? Mi gente, what's going on, man? How's everything? Thanks for having me on the show. Oh, no, you're welcome. We're doing really good over here. You know, it's just a bit dark and cold here in the UK now. How is it with you weather-wise over in the uh, US? It's still beautiful here in California and stuff like that. Um, can't <laughs> complain, can't complain. No, it's um, no, it's such a pleasure to have you on the show. You know, I know you've been making massive waves, as we just mentioned, off-air over in the US, and it's awesome to be able to have you on the show. So thank you so much. Oh, thank you guys for having me, man. I always got time for people, man. That's one thing that I always said I'll do is keep time for those that are, you know, fans, supporters, whatever, in between that. And I just make sure I make the time for them. That's all. It's absolutely awesome. So thank you, you know, and it's great to be able to, you know, finally speak to you because, you know, I could just set up in a massive fan of your work for so long. So it's, um, it's great. And the first question I have actually got for you, as I just mentioned just before we did come on air, is that, um, myself i'm very linked closely linked to um a magazine you've just be, recently been interviewed for which is monthly um puro rezu um and as i just said tom the managing editor would like to thank you so much for contributing but um what was it like being interviewed for a magazine and then with that seeing your face on the cover and being sort of um an artistic impression of you being put on the cover yeah man it, it was pretty dope you know i've been in a couple magazines but nothing major like this and let alone you know when, when i see that i was gracing the cover next to somebody like jay white who's, you know, the man. So it, it was dope, man. I was like, I was like, wow, you know, it was like, like a check in the box for, you know, goals, you know, like crazy, you know, be on the cover of a magazine one day and boom, you know, so, so good to be able to do that in one of the worst years in history. So. Yeah, I think it looks great. You know, um, I will say on air now that if anyone wants to check out the magazine, it's up for pre-order. It's, a, it's got so many great articles, so much great artwork. You know, Tom's done such an amazing job getting such a great amount of content out there for everybody to, um, you know, enjoy. So, and it's great to be able to have your interview in there as well, Danny, um, about your time in uh, New Japan and, you know, wrestling in general. So, thank you as well from him for taking part in that. Thank you. My mom already pre ordered it, you know, and I'm waiting for my copy to come in as well. So, I can't wait to read it, check it out, and see all the other stuff that's in there. <laughs> you know, you, um, could always, that... you could always count on your mom, you know? Yeah. I was literally about to say, I was just about to say, my mom can't wait to see my copy as well because of my, um, you know, name being in it and having an article in it as well. So that's really cool as well. So I hope she does enjoy it and uh, she gets a, a pre order. Has she ordered any of the stickers as well? Because there's the Jay White stickers. Um, did you get any of those with it? I don't I don't think she ordered any stickers, no, because they weren't Danny Limelight stickers, but. <laughs> <laughs> But she got, but she got the magazine. You know, she got the yeah. magazine. So I'll give her, give her the credit for that. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, so I was just looking on your uh, Twitter feed and um, you were tweeting about what it felt like wrestling in um, AEW and what's it been like wrestling there after you've had such an incredible 2020 so far. I mean, it must be such an ex- uh, an exciting moment to be there in AEW. Oh yeah, man. It was. You know, I. I... 
when when the world went to shit and and I thought that even the wrestling was going to be dead for a while, I somehow managed to you know pull myself up and, and, and you know get some amazing opportunities, especially you know starting with New Japan and, and really you know building that brand. And then when I got the opportunity to go down to AEW, you know at that point I was like, there's no way my career is going to get any bigger this year, you know, considering the circumstances. And when yeah. You know, I got the call from AEW. I was like, holy shit, like, this is really happening. It's crazy. I mean, you've been having such a great run over there in AEW, you know what I mean? In terms of the actual stage as well, like, was it, I mean, were you a big AEW fan? You know, were you watching it regularly as well as we all have been, or a lot of us have been? Was it kind of really exciting to see yourself on TV and being there in AEW as well? Yeah, of course. Everything that I do, you know, not not sounding like a mark or anything like that, but like anything that I do when it's like that kind of a level, I, I just take it all in and really embrace it because there's a lot of guys that want to be there, you know, and I'm just just super thankful that I'm one of the guys that they're given the opportunity to, you know, and I'm just happy to continue to showcase, you know, all that I got, continue yeah. to, to stay consistent and have consistently good matches on all these, you know, stages, whether it be with you know, New Japan or AEW or Primetime Live or Championship Wrestling from Hollywood and things like that. Like to me, you know, it's cool to get out opportunities but it's more important to me to consistently you know show out and consistently do my thing and continue to provide great matches that i can so it's been fun man it's been a ride absolutely you know um you just mentioned so many awesome promotions there and um the first place i saw you was um championship wrestling from hollywood um for the uwm brand um and it used to show really early here in the uk so i used to record it before it became available on fight and i saw a lot of your matches with um another one of my favorites um gino rivera and um, when you were part right. of a tag team and um did you enjoy those matches in a tag team and did you enjoy sort of because the thing with championship wrestling from hollywood is it's very much like the old school sort of you know territory based sort of wrestling you know promotion was it was it a fun education being down there in uh championship wrestling from hollywood oh absolutely man you know i've been part of the Championship wrestling from Hollywood, you know, locking room for five years now and, you know, making my debut as most Primos Rivera with Gino Rivera as a tag team was fun. You know, we had a good mess of styles and, you know, good char- uh, charisma and good, you know, chemistry and things of that nature. And, you know, we wrestled some of the top tag teams that, that they had at the time. Um, and then, you know, he went his way, I went mine. And just being able to stay there and wrestle as a singles competitor and, you know, compete in the PP3 tournament and, and, you know, continuously qualify for that and continuously have, you know, great matches with some, you know, amazing talent to like, you know, Ice Williams and, you know, you got freaking Steven Tresario, Adrian yeah. West, yeah. all of these, all of these matchups and just being able to do that for so long, you know, and I'm super thankful to David Marquez because I, you know, a lot of people don't know this, but, you know, I made my debut on TV, you know, I was only 10 months in the business. Wow. I got pulled, I got pulled into championship wrestling from Hollywood, you know, Mr. Marquez saw potential in me and, you know, saw something that he wanted to, to do with me and, you know. I didn't see it then, and he trusted me, and, you know, now I'm just continuously, you know, I say paying it back by trying to continuously, you know, be be the face of that company and, and continue to generate fans for that company as well as myself. Yeah, you know, David Marquez, I've heard so many positive things about him. I spoke to several different people, and, you know, his knowledge of the business and his, you know, way of promoting uh, wrestling, both in terms of uh, actual shows but on TV production, you know, is just amazing quality. And that kind of leads in quite nicely into this uh, year of 2020 because um, you've been wrestling part of one of my favorite shows at the moment, which is uh, UWN Primetime Live. And I've loved all the matches you've been part of. I've loved all of the production. 
and you know, I think it's such a fantastic show. I mean, what's been your highlight being part of that show and some of your favorite matches to date? Um, for me, it's been cool to be able to do my singles thing there as well as team with Papo Esco as the Bodega on Primetime Live. Shout out to Papo Esco. <laughs> and you know, my favorite my favorite match so far, you know, any of the ones with Clark Connors, to be honest. Yeah, I had two matches with him on Primetime Live. He beat me once, I beat him once on there. Oh man, it's just been it's been fun, man. It's been, you know, great teaming with Papo and taking on, you know, the Wolf Zaddy or the Real Money Brothers and, and things of that nature. And even my singles match with Kevin Martinson. So yeah, I, I've, I've, I've had a, a lot of fun on that show. I think that it has potential to do amazing things. You know, I'm looking to get in the ring with Leo Rush. He's been talking a lot of smack. So I'm trying to yes. make that pop off on Primetime Live and let's do some real pay-per-view numbers, you know? Yes. And, and, and honestly, you know, I'm just looking forward to everything else that Dave Marquez has planned for that company because you see all the matches he's bringing in, all the people he's bringing in, some of the best women's wrestlers there is. It's been fun, man, to watch. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm hooked every week. And the way um, he's promoted the NWA, the way he's promoted the independent scene and you know he's now had the um UWN heavyweight title tournament going on as well, um, which has been brilliant. And if you had to give a pick now for who's left in the tournament, who would you say was oh, your man. pick to win it if you had to choose? <laughs> I'm gonna go with I'm going with the dirty daddy. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I'm going with the, the dirty daddy Chris Dickinson. <laughs> that's that's Absolutely. my pick to win the tournament. Nothing against Mike Bennett, but you know, there's just there's just something about you know Chris Dickinson that I that I hold close to my heart, you know, and I think that people will see sooner or later why. But it, it's pretty dope, just you know, seeing what he got, what he's been doing, and you know, he's been in the ring with John Moxley lately. He's been in the ring with myself, you know, and yeah. I think he has what it takes to you know be the face of the United Wrestling Network's World Heavyweight Championship. Definitely, um, he's. You know, his style is so great. And, you know, it was brilliant because you actually got an opportunity to um, to wrestle him in uh, GCW, uh, Chris yeah. Dickinson, along with Adrian Quest, who you just mentioned earlier, um, for the last <coughs> resort, which took place in uh, in California. Um, yeah, it was supposed to be. It was supposed to be me and Alex Zane, but because you know COVID and stuff like that, that didn't happen. And, yeah, you know, it was a thrown a last minute thrown together triple threat match. But I have fun, man. And I, and I like to get in the ring with with Dickinson one on one one of these days. Yeah, um, I thought it was a great match, and I thought you know that the, the um, adding in the layer of Adrian Quest in there as well after your history with one another, I thought it was you know I thought it was brilliant, and you know a GCW, um, it's one of those promotions. Are you excited? You know, would you like to go back to GCW? Would you like to do more with them because they are such a exciting promotion to watch as well you know for, for um independent fans yeah absolutely i, I contacted the, you know the owner and stuff like that so i love to be back so now it's only a matter of time before it happens they're coming out this way to vegas they have a big show planned so we'll see yeah um that'd be you know i'd really like to see that at some point you know and um i thought the match like i said the match was great and um you know it, it was it was it interesting as well i mean this is this is just an interesting question I've just thought of, but that event took place outside in a very unique venue in that it was kind of, it looked a bit like it was in the middle of the desert. <laughs> yeah, was that yeah. one of the few occasions where you've wrestled outside in that kind of an environment and did that feel unique and fun? Or was have you wrestled yeah, outside was, quite a lot? Yeah, That was one of the first times that I've done that. And more importantly, that was the first time since the pandemic happened that I wrestled in front of fans. Yeah. And everything else that I've been doing has been studio style, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, GCW have been far running the whole um, having fans at outside events and things. So that's, you know, that's great. And I hope you are able to go back to the company because it was a really fun match. And I hope you're able to um, have some fun matches in the future there. And along with GCW this year, but you also began working this year, as you mentioned, for New Japan. 
So you first started working for them in the Lions Break Collision shows, and then from there you went to start working for them for the New Japan uh, Strong Show. And working for New Japan, was that, again, a promotion you'd watched for a long time, as a lot of us have as fans, and then was that exciting to get in there and work for this new sort of arm of New Japan in it's like the US equivalent, and was that exciting? Oh, yeah, man. It was dope. You know, honestly, uh, I think that's what really kicked off, you know, the second half of the year for me was making my debut at Lions Break Collision with New Japan and wrestling TJ Perkins. Yeah, great Mac. And then I've been a mainstay on the show since I've been one of the few guys that have been there weekly. And just now last week, finally, you know, made a decision that I wanted to turn on Rocky Romero. Yeah, take him out, join Team Filthy. And now I got some 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 things in my mind, some some things that I want to bring to fruition. And I think that you know, siding with Team Filthy, that's the way to go. Yeah, you know, I mean, in terms of the what I love about New Japan Strong is that whole you know storyline element to it, and the fact that you know we are able to see more of a character base to it, and the fact that it you know is it unique as well being part of? I mean, obviously Kent is there. But there are, you know, like being kind of an arm of New Japan, which is this new brand. So it's like you've got a US equivalent of New Japan and a J- Japan, New Japan, if that makes sense. Because there's obviously like the World Tag League and the best of the Super Juniors going on at the moment. And I mean, have you right. been watching, and the Super J Cup's been announced as well. Have you been watching, seeing who you would be excited to wrestle going forward into 2021? Absolutely. Possibly? I mean, honestly, the Super J Cup that was announced looks amazing. All those guys on there look great. I feel like. I, 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 you know, I could, be, I could have been somebody else, you know, very well. I could have been, that could have fit into that slot, but there, you know, the lineup was announced, and I'm, I'm, you know, super proud of those guys. I think they're going to kill it, and with the best of super juniors, that's definitely one of my goals going forward. You know, yeah. Maybe next year or the year after. I don't know when, but when, hopefully when COVID things die down, we can figure that out. But the tournament looks amazing as well, and I've been watching New Japan for a while. I would say when I started wrestling, because I didn't know what New Japan was when I was a kid. All I knew was, you know, the the WWE and stuff like that. So now that I've been doing it and now I'm wrestling for them, I've been going back, looking at the history, looking at the people and, and seeing who I'd like to match up against. And there are some names, you know, definitely right now it's, it's pretty cool that we have like our, our own kind of like American style show where you do see the Bullet Club there. You do see all, you know, these guys that you see on New Japan on these weekly shows. And I think it adds a cool little uh, flavor to the show. You know, I think we have the best pure one hour wrestling show out there. Um, yeah, and I think that going forward, it's only going to get better. You know, somebody right now that's on my list is Jay White, so I hope that yes. match happens soon. Yeah, his, you know, again, his twenty twenty has been phenomenal, and you know, it, it's it's awesome as well because I was, it's, it's interesting because, like you just said, um, I was going to ask one of the questions as well was in terms of your wrestling knowledge and where you came in as a fan. So you know, like, was it predominantly WWE and then from sort of becoming a wrestler, has it then grown to stuff like New Japan and the independent scene? Or had you seen bits as you were growing up um, which then inspired you to become a wrestler? No, no, no. All I knew was WWE and WCW as a kid. You know, WWF actually. And The Rock was the guy that kind of got me into wrestling. (laughs) And when he kind of, you know, made his way out, you know, I kind of became a huge Eddie Guerrero fan. I thought that what he was doing for Latinos everywhere was awesome. I thought he was great. Um, And then, you know, going back now and watching his stuff at WCW, watching his stuff with New Japan from back in the day, like, it's pretty dope, man. Yeah. His legacy and things like that. And then when I started wrestling, obviously, I wanted to be a student of the game. And that's when I started exploring all these other wrestlings and independents and guys to watch and things like that. It's, um, you know, it is remarkable to see how, I mean, I've been watching wrestling for, for a long time, but I'm still, you know, discovering so much as well. And, you know, the independent scene at the moment is full of so many fun 
and wrestlers and so many unique talents, including yourself. I mean, on the independent scene, are there any guys you've seen who you would like to um, get in there with yep. on Absolutely. like New Japan? Or, I, have um, my, I have my list right now, um, my top five list. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's Jay White, Phoenix, and obviously that would happen on AEW. Yeah. Um, Leo Rush, hopefully that'll happen on Primetime <laughs> Live or New Japan. And then I had Alex Zane, but we all know he just got signed, so that's probably mm. not going to happen for a while. And then my fifth person, man, who's, who I consider one of the best unsigned free agents out there, JT Dunn. Yes. The East Coast, so, so I want yes. that match to happen, too. Yeah, we'll see, man. We'll see. We'll, there's plenty of people out there as well. You know, I've wrestled Blake Christian before, but I like to do that again. Yeah, and, and just you know, there are a lot of up and comers coming out right now that I like to get in the ring with. But the, the five that I said right now, that's my top five. Yeah, that's a that's an awesome top five. You know, if I was gonna pick five wrestlers and five wrestlers who you know throughout 2020, since, since, you know, since Alex Zane got signed, and that's probably not gonna happen for a while now. In his <laughs> place, I in his place, I put Kenson. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. You know, he he again has had such an an awesome twenty twenty. It's funny because at first when the pandemic hit, kind of, I think people were worried that wrestling was going to kind of take a bit of a dip, and that it was going to kind of you know struggle with the whole um, you know no fans and things. But it actually does seem to have actually worked out really well for a lot of um, promotions because, as you just said, GCW came in and they're the first promotion really who've been having fans at shows but how has it been adjusting to having an arena where you would have say like for example in championship wrestling from hollywood where you would have an audience there to work from but then there isn't an audience there to work from say now on you know um, uwm primetime live or on you know new japan strong is it strange getting into that mind was it a shock at first getting into that mindset was it a bit strange is it kind of Become a bit no, more I think I think uh, it kind of it kind of was an easy transition for me. Obviously, I miss the fans being there. Um, it's usually fun with the fans, yeah. you know, interacting with them, the pictures and stuff like that, autographs, and just you know, hearing their chants and their boos and their yays or whatever. But you know, the studio style is fun too. You know, I get to go in there, focus on the match, focus on my opponent. I don't have to worry about any distractions like little Johnny in the third row is picking his nose or whatever <laughs> the case may be. You know, I can just. <laughs> Lock, lock in on my opponent and just really get the job done, you know? Yeah, um, it, it definitely, you know, is a different way of watching it at home. And I think, you know, for, for me, it's been, you know, such a, um, a ride seeing you in 2020. And in terms of, um, well, this is actually, so in terms of we just mentioned about New Japan then, for predictions once again, so winners of the Best of the Super Juniors and the... Um, World Tag League, who would you say were going to win those two tournaments in, uh, um, going forward? The best of the, the world, I mean, the World Tag League, I'm going to go with the Gorillas of Destiny, GLD. Yeah. That's my pick, I would say, for World Tag League. Um, and right now, I can't decide right now on the best of Super Juniors. Um, it's, a, it's a pretty stacked, you know, pretty stacked uh, roster, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, Takahashi's looking good. There's just, you know, show. There's been a few people there, Robbie Eagles, that I just, yeah. you know, Bushi, especially. You know, there's yeah. a lot of people having some some really great years and things like that. So it's anybody's tournament, really, in my opinion. Yeah, it, it really is. Um, you know, and, and it could be, um, you know, as you said, anyone could come through, you know, the ranks and take the take the crown. And, you know, I think that's what's been so exciting through 2020 is that we've seen so many wrestlers, you know, just coming up the ranks and doing so much in so many promotions, including yourself in, you know, New Japan Strong and in uh, UWM Primetime Live. You know, you've just 
grown so in terms of you know your um your sort of exposure to a lot of wider fan audience it's just kind of sort of exploded in 2020 it's been amazing so my kind of last question was in terms of 2021 so going into next year what are the main goals for you heading into 2021 (laughs) (laughs) um obviously the first goal is to be signed to a major company whether that's you know AEW or new japan pro wrestling or any of the other major companies out there you know, I don't close any doors. I leave all of them open for opportunities. So that's obviously my first goal is to be signed. Yeah. Um, start building my brand on a bigger level, more consistently, more weekly, you know, on, on, a, on a certain company, you know. Um, obviously, um, continue to improve myself in the ring, you know, have great matches, on, you know, consistently as well. That's really it right now, man. I, I you know, I had a 2020 vision. And I surpassed everything that I could have imagined to happen this yeah. year, especially during the pandemic. And I think going forward, the goal is just to stay consistent, man. Yeah. Not not let this year be a fluke, you know. I don't think it is. You know, I've been getting better and better by the years. Um, and I think going forward, 2021 is going to be even bigger. And I, and I do foresee, you know, a contract. What company that is, I don't know. Whichever company it is, I'm going to make sure that I can be an asset to that company, add value to that company, as well as some place that I know I can do good myself. Yeah. Um, I can't wait to see what's to come in 2021 for you, Danny. I mean, you know, I've loved watching your work for so long and, you know, this year has just sort of, like I said, really opened, you know, so many people's eyes to your work and I've just, it's been a pleasure for me to be able to see how you've grown and just the amazing matches you've had all over you know, the US and, you know, against so many different opponents for so many different promotions. It's been phenomenal, you know, and it's been, once again, like I said, it's been a pleasure being able to, you know, talk to you this, e- this evening here for me, this afternoon for you. So thank you so yeah. much for joining me. Absolutely, um, man. Thank you for having me. No, you're welcome. And just finally, just um, if anyone wants to hook up with you on social media, where can people find you on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, you know, just go yeah, ahead. Yeah. Um, I'm not hard to find. If they're looking for me, they can find me on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, at Danny Limelight. And then check out my Pro Wrestling Tea store, prowrestlingtees.com backslash Danny Limelight. We had a Black Friday sale going this week, 20% off all merchandise. So go check that out. I got some cool new shirts. And I'm just super excited, man. Thank you for having me. And I can't wait to see what's next. Oh, no. Thank you so much, Danny. And uh, definitely going to check out those shirts as well over Black Friday. I might... Um... You know, end up buying. You know, you shouldn't have told me that twenty percent offers. You know, I think I'll be buying thousands of shirts. <laughs> it's gonna be. Uh, but I'll definitely be getting the Danny Limelight one for sure. So thanks for that, thank Danny. You, there. No, you're welcome. And just to finish off, um, for those of you listening, you can find our website at www.bbgwrestling.com, and you can find us on Twitter at BBG Wrestling. So that's it from me, Stephen Jackson, aka DJ215. Um, thank you once again, Danny, for joining me. And thank you for having me, Stephen. Now you're welcome and um, thank you everybody for listening.